0: 2020 has been the year of things happening that are completely out of your control, but there is one thing you can control, and that's shaving your bush. Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. The Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 is a premium electric trimmer that's designed to give you a confidence boost through body image. Their ceramic blade and skin-safe technology are designed to reduce nicks or tugs on your fellas down low. The Lawnmower 3.0 is also waterproof and comes with an LED light, so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or in a dark shower, whatever floats your boat. They also just released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to their Lawn Mower 3.0 trimmer. The Shears 2.0 is a luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools, and it includes tipped tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. The Shears 2.0 nail kit also allows you to pluck your eyebrows and trim your nails in style. On their website, you'll also find the crop preserver and anti-chafing ball deodorant that'll help you tame that summer swamp ass with natural hydrators and antioxidants. You'll find the Crop Reviver, a testy toner that's like having a cologne that's designed for your balls. We're not going to judge you if we catch you sniffing yourself. So go to manscaped.com and check out some of these life-changing products. In fact, listeners of this podcast will get 20% off plus free shipping with the code TRT at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code TRT. It's time to grab twenty twenty by the horns by shaving that front truck. The penis is so hard. That it becomes useless during sex. What's up, baby girl? This is the
1: TRT Community Podcast, where we discuss all
0: things testosterone. What's going on, guys? I'm Brandon, founder of the TRT Community, host of All Things Testosterone. Today we're talking to Kenny Marple. He's the owner and clinician over at Matrix Hormones. But before we get to that interview... We're going to talk a little bit about what we are, what we do, uh, who we are, because I have a feeling that we're going to have some new listeners over this week. So I want them to be sure that they are familiar with us before we just jump right into uh, medical interviews. So what we do, we we started as a Facebook group. You can find us at facebook.com slash group slash TRT community. We basically are patients helping patients. When I first started TRT about six years ago, I realized that there was no no one place to get a lot of great information and it was mostly uh what looked like rumors and bad information out there so i started a support group and it's grown to be the largest support group for men considering or undergoing trt in the world uh, online anyway and you know from there we, we started working with doctors and clinics and, you know, they would allow us to take a deep dive into their process and protocol. And then we can roll out that information to you guys via the podcast, via the website, via the Facebook group, and then also offer clinic discounts with these clinics as well. So you can find information about that either in the Facebook group or at testosteronepodcast.com. So today we're talking with Kenny Marple. Like I said, he's the owner of Matrix Hormones um, and the clinician over there, and they have got to be the most profoundly praised clinic that I've ever had the pleasure of working with. And I don't say that lightly. You know, it's understood that anytime you work with anyone in the world period, you're going to have some complaints, right? There's going to be somebody that's unhappy with some portion of what you do at some point, And at the time of recording this episode, I had not had one complaint ever about Matrix Hormones. Oddly enough, I've also been working with Matrix Hormones uh, for longer than any other clinic that we currently work with. So I find it interesting that people just don't complain about them. Um, Because of that, I wanted to ask Kenny, just point blank, hey, what do you think you guys do differently? What makes you guys so good from a customer service standpoint? Uh, and I guess really, you know, from a, from a protocol, from a medical standpoint too, because people complain plenty about the protocol or, you know, the attentiveness of the the practitioner of other clinics. So anyway, enough rambling, visit testosterone com If you're interested in finding a doctor, reading research studies, um, if you're, you know, just wanting to nerd out that kind of thing, uh, come join us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram at TRT community. And here is Kenny Marple we're back again with Kenny with Matrix Hormones. Kenny, I really appreciate you coming on the show again, and I'm excited to talk about what you guys do so differently than everybody else today.
1: Thank you so much for, Brandon, for having me on. And, I, and you know, I really want to say um, thank you for your outlet, your, your podcast and all of your social media. Uh, you put a lot of great information out there, a lot of great different, you know, opinions inside. You just don't shove your opinion down people's throat. And that's very refreshing. So I want to thank you for having
0: this outlet. Yeah. I, I'm super passionate about it. I think Ian has become super passionate about it. It's something Definitely. that, yeah. you know, I, I've been doing for years and I remember what it was like for me whenever there was no opinion to shove anywhere. You know, there weren't, there wasn't a Facebook group at the time or there was, but they were set to secret. So you couldn't find it. You know, there wasn't, there wasn't good information. I grew up in the TRT world watching big no, no on YouTube. Uh, another layman that, you know, just kind of did his thing. And yeah, so we're we're really passionate about what we do and I I really enjoy doing it. Well, thank you. So something, you know, that, that we've been me and you can even talking about recently is that there aren't any other clinics that I've ever worked with, and you know, we've worked with a lot of clinics, a lot of doctors, um, but there aren't any others that I can say I never heard complaints from, you know, from their patients. And you guys have to be doing something right. And so it piqued my curiosity and I just kind of wanted to dive into your process and, and how you guys work, your customer service. And I guess from start to finish, how the patient experience is and why there aren't those complaints coming from your patients like there would be an R from every other provider out there.
1: You know, we're definitely far from perfect, but I think the difference is we try really hard um, and, you know, the mistakes happen. Things are going to happen sometimes. You know, you don't have the best software, you have to upgrade to something, it's easier. But we really do try hard to work with the patients and help them um, and, and be humble. And, and if we screw up, say, you know, we, we screwed up, or we're going to make this better. Um, that That's the biggest thing. And having a staff, of it's kind of a, a chain of people. Uh, around us that that help, everybody from office manager to multiple medical assistants and assistants trying to help with mail, email, and and incoming calls and and patients, just having the staff to to support and that great team. Um, I think that's the biggest difference is I'm very passionate about customer service because I don't like it when I'm ignored, blown off, or nobody ever calls me back. And I, I always like to try to put myself in those shoes and say, if I don't like that and I think that should be better, that's exactly what I'm going to push my, my team to do and myself.
0: You're, you're in an industry where, unfortunately, uh, with telemedicine, the patient seems to feel like uh, a telemedicine provider is more like a nail salon or a tanning salon where that immediate customer service is necessary. And the fact, in, in my opinion, you guys are doctors. This is a medical practice we're talking about. If I called my doctor, I love my doctor. If I called her right now, I wouldn't talk to anybody. They're not answering the phone, you know. They're not going to call me back until Monday morning, maybe, maybe Tuesday morning and and that is the expectation in the medical industry, but it seems like with the telemedicine clinics, these guys the patients oftentimes ex- expect like this instant response, you know, and if you, they don't get it within 2 hours, they're upset. So, I just assume that all of you guys work, you know, 80-hour weeks to kind of keep up with that.
1: Well, we do work a lot of hours, but it's, it's about getting the, the right team together. Um, so when things come in, they, they monitor them uh, as far as there's ratings on, on what needs to be addressed right away. Uh, and then they, they filter it. So there's always somebody in the background doing that, that we rotate off, including myself with the team. And if they can't answer a question, then they get to me. Some things, you know, I, I have, to be honest with you, I got low OCD. I have everybody's emails set up on my phone. I see a banner come through. I just glance at it, you know, but, um, to just try to address it as much as possible. I love this. Of course I got to have my own time and family time, but if I'm just sitting down doing nothing at that moment, a quick minute to answer something could really make a person's day or make a difference. Or somebody wants to start something and they don't know how much, you know, bacteriostatic water to put an ACG, a quick answer. Yeah. Um, So that's the kind of the way we look at it. We're all passionate. When I bring people on, I make sure they're passionate about it. Uh, And in medical, you can tell the difference between the people that are just coming in for a paycheck and that are passionate
0: about what they do. Sure. So then similarly to me, it probably comes down to passion and boundary issues, right? Because I'm the (laughs) same way. I'm the same way. I, you know, I try to keep stuff Monday through Friday, but well, here it is on a Saturday and we're, we're doing this call. Now, if my phone goes off, you know, yeah. I'm going to answer it. So, so I think that goes a long way. And yeah, I mean, I think your patience, definitely. I don't know if you
1: get, I don't know if you get yelled at as much as me by my wife. <laughs> you, you know <laughs> what?
0: You would be surprised every time this guy kicks somebody out of our Facebook group, I get cussed yeah. at. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I can't remember the last time I blocked somebody from the TRT community. So go talk to Ian, go talk to Aubrey. I, I just I've,
2: got my first uh, message Cussing me out last last Sunday night because I kicked someone out because they were yeah. they were basically charging everyone else up in the group and it was like dude what are you doing get yeah. out of here like <laughs> or you know I what
1: sorta, I sort of I sort of saw this I think <laughs> uh, and I saw somebody got blocked but I'm like okay these guys are on it
0: so
2: <laughs> yeah keep the political messages out please <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know honestly that's what it was all about really i mean
0: i get i get yelled at a lot too when the clinics that i choose to work with don't do their job so you know mm-hmm. clinic x doesn't have good customer service for whatever reason we hear about that you know so that's part of why i respect and appreciate you guys at matrix so much because i i don't i don't hear anything from your patients I hear complaints from you know some of the others, but we don't usually work with them very long whenever it gets overwhelming like that. Y'all being amazing aside, I do have some actual medical questions for you. How uh,
2: Real quick, how big is the team there at Matrix Hormones? Have you grown a lot in the last six months to a year, the team there? Uh,
1: yes, we've actually added on two people and I'm in, in the process of adding on two more people um, to the team. Um, it could be a little daunting because I am a stickler for a lot of things so when they're training they're training it's not that type of thing where they're training and then helping the, the patients either so it can be a little overwhelming because I want to make sure they're ready uh, but more, and we're also adding some changes and different software and things like that to make it easier for patients to feel to fill out forms and just virtually get on easier um, it, it's our When you're in the medical business with the HIPAA compliance and a special type of medical software you can have, yeah, it's great for all the security and information it captures, but sometimes for the patient, it's a huge headache and it's difficult, especially if they're not tech tech savvy. So we're, we're setting up some things to make that even just like a virtual, if you just click a link online and just fill out your information yeah. type thing. That's like be a portal,
2: a patient portal. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's, we have a patient portal now, yeah. uh, but it's going to be a little more virtual where they literally, all they do is click a link that we sell up, send them and they can fill everything out instead cool. of going through all those verification processes and difficulties of a different software running in the background, but just trying to make it as easy as possible, but the adding staff and making sure they're
0: properly trained is very important. Ashley seemed stressed this week. She said she was training somebody and she was, she seemed busy, maybe not stressed, but she seemed. Yeah. Her plate was full. She was
1: stressed. (laughs) Ashley was stressed. Uh, I'm her biggest stressor because she is, she is, we, me and her have been together forever doing this. And she's just like me and we feed off each other and she pushes me and I push her and it's, it's fun times. Yeah.
0: I I like her and I appreciate, um, the thoroughness that she has, I guess. You know, if, if she sends me an email and says, "Hey, you know, when, what time or what day can we can we do the podcast interview?" And I don't respond, she's I know she's definitely going to follow up with me. So she's <laughs> yeah, she, she pushes me too. I like her a lot.
1: She's a little hundred and fifteen pound pit bull stuff. <laughs> <So.
0: laughs> okay, medical questions, and yes. this is something that comes up in the group quite often, and there's never really a great. Answer for it, so I don't know if one exists at this point, but a lot of guys complain of uh, sensitivity issues, delayed ejaculation, I suppose, and it seems like these are guys that aren't on HCG. Is there a correlation between the two? Is there science behind why adding HCG to your protocol would help with that either I guess the quantity of ejaculate or the the time frame of the ejaculation or just the overall sensitivity of the penis?
1: It's a yes and no answer as far as the scientific proof, it's, and you have to split it in two parts, the fertility and sperm and the actual feeling of the orgasm or the delay of the orgasm or the sensitivity of the penis. Um, HCG is going to cause you to produce a little more sperm, so more, more sperm, more seen uh, when you have your Uh, when you don't use hcg for most men that decreases greatly because you're not producing as much because the testicles are shutting off or completely going into atrophy over time Um, that's a pretty much scientific and straightforward proven one Uh, this other part even though it gets pushed as scientific that yes if you if you don't use hcg your testicles are shutting down that's what can cause the desensitivity or sexual problems the problem with that statement is We don't actually have the full evidence of it. And if that was true, then why a good percentage of the men that don't use HCG have no problems? So the straightforward answer is we don't 100% know why some guys, when they shut off or go into atrophy without the HCG, that they have the problem and others don't. I I always try to stress to patients because... When I speak ATG, the first thing patients are like, oh, I don't want more kids, or I had a bisectomy. Yeah. And it's not just about fertility. Well, I don't care if my testicles shrink. not just about testicle shrinkage. It's about that shutting off. And I usually recommend for most patients, start with ATG when you start your testosterone treatment. And then if you're looking to, to bring your costs down or take one less thing, then stop the next cycle. Because if you felt great the first cycle and then you came off of it, and the second cycle you see something going on, you're that guy that needs HCG. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of the methodology I use. Uh, now, sometimes also um, the desensitivity can come or changes in feels of orgasm or delays in orgasm can come with other products that start getting taken with it. And HCG, not having HCG could be blamed. Uh, Viagra and can do that. Really? So, hmm. oh, yeah. And there's certain side effects certain males have with very delayed, or they can't even have an orgasm, or the orgasm feels different, or they get desensitized. They have a great erection, yeah. but it changes. And that's just a normal side effect of those two products. So some people will blame HCG, not realizing they also added uh, Cialis or Viagra.
0: Yeah, because that's not something that a layman would correlate. You know, I, you know, in my mind, Cialis or Viagra are just going to make all things sex better. Well,
1: you would think you would become more sensitive because of the blood flow to right. the penis. So you get more feeling. What some guys do, they become over stimulated um but there's some guys the opposite effect has now some of the leading theories are you know when the, when the penis fills fully with blood that sometimes it can get so hard that when it's pushing down on the pressure it's pushing on all of those nerves in our penis and desensitizing us uh, which then delays orgasm and uh, makes the orgasm feel different and, you know some guys have described it as i can barely feel it or it felt like a
0: cork came out of my penis um it's all those changes that can happen huh so you're saying that the, one of the, the theory is that the penis is so hard that it becomes useless during sex, and become useless. But well, not feels quite as
1: good for the guy. It's use, yeah, yeah, for yeah. the guy. Somebody's yeah. getting used yeah. to it.
0: That's interesting. Yeah, that's something that that I had started struggling with recently and had never experienced it before. And I'm one of those special patients that um, I feel like I needed or I felt like I needed HCG for the sensitivity. But I can't do the HCG constantly because I'm also super sensitive to the estradiol and, and the things that it, it's hard for me to dial in. In fact, six, seven years, and I've never been able to dial in my my testosterone and HCG continuously. I had to cycle it. But I'm off HCG right now, and oddly enough, I do dabble with uh, Cialis, and I've never needed it. It just seemed fun and Maybe I need to cut that out.
1: And it's known just as a side effect as itself to the two products that can cause that. Um, you know, like you, it's like whether you need the Viagra Salis or not, I've dabbled in it too. You know, sometimes you want that rock star weekend yeah. uh, or you just had a long <laughs> week, you know. So, um, but yeah, you know, and everybody's different. Like one person could take Viagra, it works great. They take Cialis and they get something else from it. Uh, but there's a lot of variables. I think that's the biggest thing with anything in our business. Nothing's black or white. We spoke about that. A yeah. lot of variables, and you got to try to look at everything and put those pieces together.
0: Yeah, interesting.
2: Any any variance on a daily dose of Cialis versus a sort of like a 5 milligram versus like a, the as-needed dose? It's like twenty 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 five. 20, 25, yes. Yeah. yeah, relating uh, for- to that same <laughs> issue. I personally
1: love the daily dose of uh, Cialis um, because you're going to get the sexual health or sexual benefits mm-hmm. you get the prostate health you're going to get the cardiovascular health and a lot of people don't know this pulmonary it opens up more uh, lung capacity athletes take it that have no other issues except they're trying to go higher performance uh, you can, they use it on people who have pulmonary different diseases trying to you know that could lose 30 40% they're trying to help them increase their their intake more. So, uh, on a daily basis, I think Cialis is great as long as you're not having any side effects to it or blood pressure issues. And that's kind of a catch 22 there because it can help people with their blood pressure. But certain people, if you're having the side effect, they can make your blood pressure go higher. Hmm. So, uh, yeah. something
0: you have to pay attention to. Yeah. It can definitely be stressful. Nobody wants to have sex for two and a half hours, Ian. Nobody. <laughs> no. Nobody. <laughs> You'd <should> be <laughs> wrong. <raw>. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Maybe you should take a poll of all of your women out there and see what they say. You
0: I mean, honestly, I don't think that they enjoy it for two and a half hours. You know, I mean, at some point, you know, a good thirty minutes would be would be probably you know preferred. I'd be
2: dripping with sweat. If I don't know about you, yeah, it's gross. It's I can't gross. breathe. I can't, I'm dripping yeah, with sweat. It's hot, yeah. uncomfortable.
0: Well, it's
1: it's not only about if your 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 penis can make it the two and a half hours. Is can you make it to two
2: and a half hours?
0: Uh, okay next question
2: asking for a friend um, <laughs> they were actively <laughs> they were actively uh, trying to start a family and have, have a baby with, with their wife have the low testosterone signs and I won't this is a me question and I won't go through my history but uh, what is your approach to someone that comes to the matrix with that is that friend already on testosterone or no they're just not
0: taking anything.
2: They just, you know, you, you took the labs, okay. Low testosterone would, and they're starting from scratch.
0: Okay. So I would,
1: first thing I would do is also test their LH and FSH to see if they're on the higher side. Cause if it's not on the higher side, that means depending on age and where the testosterone levels are, there could be a good possibility of using a combination of HCG and clomid together. In uh, a lot of men that it, we can't promise it. We can give you odds when we put all of those variables together um, that we could restart your testosterone production and, in a lot of cases, get your levels as high as being on testosterone, but it sends your fertility through the roof because, as you know, HCG and Clomid are also the, for fertility. So if that works for you, that's awesome because then you got the best of both worlds. Um, some guys, the fertility will go through the roof, but the testosterone doesn't move because the t- uh, testicles are already going into the hypergonadism. Um, so that's, that would be the first step there for me to offer them. If that didn't work or that wasn't an option, they could go on testosterone, but once again, um, use HCG or a combination of ATG and Clomid and people say, well, why do you use both? They do the same thing. They do, but they do it in different ways. And the fact is it's HCG pushes more of the luteinizing hormone mm-hmm. first and follicle stimulating hormone, which is the sperm production. Mm-hmm. Second, Clomid is reversed. Clomid pushes the FSH uh, primary and LH secondary. By mixing the two, you kind of get the best of both worlds. So depending on how cautious you want to be, some guys will just say, well, I'll just take the Clomid uh, with it or HCG or both. Um, And then you could also do, there's some guys to kind of fall in the middle and you do cycling where you use releasing hormones, turn the body on fully, and then come around with testosterone and HCG or Clomid. Uh, do a cycle of that to get towards the top. And then you can cycle, you know, every one or two cycles. Cause let's just say you had a child right now, but you said, Hey, maybe in three or four years, I want to have another child. Mm-hmm. Um, that way you're kind of prolonging that and protecting yourself uh, and, and kind of buying yourself time for, for lack of better words. For sure. Interesting. <laughs>
0: Thank so you. the, the Clomid is actually important in that, you know, I, all I hear is people complain about how it doesn't help them, but taking it, in tandem with the hCG is is what where it's most beneficial yeah it-
1: Clomid is when you go to a fertility doctor, they're almost always going to push Clomid on you because they push FSH. It's the sperm production. They're not worried about the testosterone. Yeah. Um, when you use those in conjunction, when I'm trying to restart somebody um, or just get their numbers as high as possible and fertility as high as possible, especially if it's somebody who says, look, we want to have a child now and then I want to jump on testosterone as soon as I can. Hey, let's put it on the overload, push everything we got and, uh, um, not out of the way, as quick as possible, but it does depend on what the LH and FSH are, the overall testosterone number, but also age. You know, a 25 year old compared to a 45 year old. You know, I might tell a 25 year old, you got a 95 percent chance compared to 75 percent on a on a
0: 45 year old. Interesting. Got it. Yeah. Does that answer your friend's question, Ian?
2: Yes. Uh, I'll text him later <laughs> with all that information. <laughs> Thank you. If your friend has
1: any more questions, <laughs> give me my number.
2: <laughs> Will do. Awesome. That, he's that friend is on he's on clomid only right now, fifty milligrams a day. So, um,
0: well, yeah,
1: his FSH is probably going pretty good in the sperm. I'm not, i don't know how much his testosterone is though.
0: So. Yeah. Has your friend have, have did what have you done the sperm analysis since starting not since th- not since starting okay. I
2: mean he told me,
0: yeah, who told you My oh friend. your friend got right. it. got it <laughs> i mean we we talked about this like three episodes ago know. everybody, knows, <laughs> everybody everybody knows if they
2: know. listen, so it's me, it's me okay now
1: are when when they run your friend's uh, sperm <laughs> analysis or semen analysis, are they lo- also looking at fatality and mortality and not just count
2: uh They, they did not this last time around. They, I think they just looked at count, and so now, with a urologist, he he's he said he said the exact same thing you just said. He he's like we're gonna look. They didn't they didn't take the extra um, Mm -hmm. measurements or the whatever whatever it was, but he said this next time we're we're definitely going to look at those things Um, because he's a fertility specialist.
1: A urologist. Yeah, yeah. Best way I could describe it to you is is total sperm is like total testosterone. You can have a lot of it, mm-hmm. but not be using any of it. You got to have the fertile uh, sperm, which is the mortality and mortality rate, uh, and it'll show the actual fertile sperm because that's the got important it. part. Free testosterone.
0: Got it. Last question: You guys still got HCG? <laughs>
1: yes. We do still no problem with getting the ATG injections or the tablets, uh, still got it. There's a couple of pharmacies that I use that, that stopped doing it. Um, but I, I still have it and it's still pumping out. And something I've been talking about a lot lately to patients is they're like, well, HCG is going to be gone and it's going to be off the market. And I keep saying, no, that's not what's happening. Uh, They were trying to stop the compounding pharmacies from making HGH. HCG got drug in. The FDA sort of said, we're going to look the other way. Uh, They're kind of not now. But let's just say they said no more compounding pharmacies can make it. The brand product is still out there. You can still get it. Yes, is it a lot more expensive? Yes. Yes. But when you deal with very big compounding pharmacies that can buy tens of thousands of bottles in a few months – We're still going to have it. And I'm not going to say the price won't go up a little bit, but on average, my rep told me if it finally came to that, about $15 to $35 more bottles somewhere in there. Uh, There were some crazy numbers in the beginning, like $100, $150 more. So it'll go up a little bit, but it'll still be there for the patient.
0: Excellent. Yeah, it's been interesting, this HCG wave and people panicking. And it's been happening for the better part of a year um, and then it finally in March you know you 're aware in March is when it got really crazy, but it 's interesting and we've that 's basically exactly what we 've heard speaking with um, pharmacists yeah. and, and you know just all kinds of people it 's that you know pregna 's not going anywhere HCg may not be available in theory, but pregnal 's always going to be there and you can get it pretty much anywhere if it ever well, comes off the reason, order.
1: the reason why, the reason why I said the brand version of hCG is a lot of people when they don't know the name of it. So they'll say that's not HCG. And yeah. it's like, it, it is HCG, same thing. you know, uh, and it's, it's sort of like Cialis and Tadabafil. Yeah. And people are like, Oh, I don't want the Tadabafil. I want the Cialis. And I'm like, that's just the brand name. It is Tadabafil, yeah. Yeah. but
0: uh, same thing. Yeah. yeah. Excellent. Well, that's all I've got for you. Um, I really appreciate you guys again. I appreciate you coming on the show, you know, twice now and, and would love to have you back in the future. I appreciate what you do for our guys. Um, I appreciate you not, um, having patients that will come back and complain to me that you don't do things well because you guys are great over there. Just everything about you and your, your clinic is, is great. So, um, what's y'all, what's your website, your phone number over at the clinic?
1: It's a uh, matrix and the phone number is 813-333-2226. Awesome.
0: Um, you guys can call, they've got uh special deals going on for podcast listeners. So mention us and they'll hook you up and they don't ever talk to Ashley, do they? Ashley doesn't. Oh uh, no. Okay.
1: Ashley's behind the scenes. Uh, the, the only people that talk to Ashley is is, is us, and uh, sometimes we <laughs> don't even want to talk to her. She's our pit bull. The pit bull, in the, the pit bull in the cage. Keep the pit in the cage. They should all go, but trust me. If when when things are happening with patients or need to get done, she's she's back there, uh, you know, in the dirt making it happen.
0: Man, I can't imagine what she would be like when she's turned internally onto staff that may not be, you know, performing <laughs> as should like as expected. She probably gets it done.
1: I'm 6'4, about 240 pounds, and I'm scared of her. So, right.
0: <laughs> you're 6'4? Really?
1: Yeah, yeah I'm six, six, well, well, sitting down, not quite, but yes. <laughs>
0: I'm 6'4 about. Uh,
1: no, I'm at I 240 still? I'm under 240 somewhere, but right
0: in there. It's funny you mentioned nice. sitting down because, Ian, you're 6'3. Six 6'3, three. Six three, but 250. You know, yeah. He looks uh, much smaller to me when he's sitting. I've known this guy for like 11 years now. And every time he stands up, I'm surprised at how tall he is. Yeah,
1: really? Well, I thought, though, you're a big guy. Or no, I mean, know, I'm very just-
0: six one. I mean, I'm not well, a small tall. guy. He's, he's more yoked. But just, you know, 6'3 and 6'4, it's like a whole different world. Mm-hmm. I thought with your beard, you are at least 6'6". Six, six, well, so- <laughs> when I tilt my head up, you know, my beard sticks it? into <laughs> the <laughs> sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> All right, Kenny. I appreciate it. Thank, you, so much, Thank guys. you, Kenny. I
1: really appreciate you guys. And even uh, if your friend needs me, uh, tell them
0: to look me up. we Will do. Have a good <laughs> yeah, weekend. Thanks. Guys. Take, take care. care. Bye. Bye
1: Thank you for listening to the TRT Community Podcast. You can find us online at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash TRT Community.